Welcome everyone to the Gallant Few, the Rangers podcast. I'm Davy Polk. I'm going to be your host this evening as we pick over the bones of uh, this afternoon's events at Ibrox, Rangers versus Motherwell. Quite a few uh, things to get through. Uh, not all of them that pleasant, but some of them are. So we've assembled uh, a massive cast at no expense whatsoever. Uh, and I just get, we'll just get launched straight into it. So, Bill in the in the north, and we've got Scott, and we've got Curry. So we're going to hear all flavours of uh, views and, and matters, Rangers. I'm sure some of them uh, might be edited out later on, but here we go. So we had uh, the, the team today. Motherwell three o'clock kickoff Sunday afternoon. Motherwell, you know they've actually been in quite a decent run of form. Motherwell, but we uh, I was expecting a. Uh, uh, an easier afternoon than what we got. So I'm just going to run through the team just to uh, give you, I think we were down to somewhat the bare bones today, but here we go. We had Butland, Tav, Goldson, Davis, Borna, Lundstrom, Sifuentes, Lammers, Wright, Matondo and Dessers. We had uh, the BBC listed this as a 4-2-3-1, but I mean, I, I would be uh, intrigued to hear your opinions and, and what you thought the formation actually was. I thought Scott Wright was just uh, giving a free pass to go wherever he liked. But uh, so off we went, and you would have to say we didn't get off to the best start. It was uh, Motherwell seemed to be, uh, you know, getting hurting us more than we were hurting them at the, at the start of the game. So, Bill, just uh, to get us kicked off, what was your, your view on the team, that the starting lineup? Well, obviously, we were carrying some injury issues at the moment, but how do you think we uh, we kicked off this game? Because I, I was concerned from the outset. I, uh, I actually thought uh, Andrew, for the, the pod, had picked the team today, given that Scott Wright and Robbie Matondo were both playing. Uh, I have no idea what the formation was supposed to be to begin with. Uh, much like you, I thought Scott Wright just looked as if he had a free role. Uh, but it kind of looked as if Lundstrom was doing his usual sort of sitting in front of the centre-backs, trying to screen the defence. And Sifuentes was, at points, looked like he was trying to do some sort of centre-midfield stroke box the box midfielder role. I, I didn't really get what he was all about today. Uh, yeah, a bit, bit of a weird one. Weird team selection for me. Um, but, you know, the injuries notwithstanding, I, I kind of thought, based on what Kamar Roof's done recently, I thought he should have played, but I don't know if the manager's trying to protect him a wee bit, given his injury history, and, and maybe keep him for Europe or something like that. Yeah, well, I think the manager commented today after the game that normally he wouldn't have uh, listed Roof and Sima as subs, but such was their uh, dearth of fit players that they actually ended up on the bench. And so she was an absolutely massive concern. You would have to say with with the size of the squad we've got, you know, because I mean it wasn't so long ago we were we were actually, uh, you know, touring Europe trying to punch Scott right, and here's he ends up getting a start in the team today. Scott, coming to you next, what were, were uh, what was your take on 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 the game to the, the side that started? I mean, I would have thought against that motherwell side we should have been uh, a couple of levels up above, you know, the the, the motherwell team that we were up against because they had their own injury concerns, you know, going into today, so. Uh, they weren't at full strength, but we seemed to make uh, heavy weather of it. I think what he was trying to do today in terms of, he's obviously started with the same centre-back partnership now for you know the last three last three matches. He's trying to keep that consistency. And I think he liked what he saw against Betis in terms from uh, Lundstrom and Sifuentes and Thursday night as well. Um, so I think he's trying to get some sort of core together, given the circumstances he's, he's working with just now. Um, whether it worked or not, it's, it's a, it's a matter of opinion. Um, but bringing Scott right in did baffle me when I saw the lineup. I need to be honest. Um, and it shows you how far we've how far we've either fallen or how far Robbie Matondo's come. When we when for what I'm seeing in Twitter, his support seemed kind of devastated that he's got a big injury tonight. So when it came to summer, I don't think that would really have bothered anybody. Um, I think. Uh, the, rec- the recruitment has come back to bite us in the backside because we didn't get a winger. We didn't. I've been getting on about a centre back, but I'll, I'll lay off at the night just because we're keeping clean sheets at the minute. Um, we've, we've not replaced Alfredo Morelos or Ryan Kent. Serial Dessers isn't a. He's not showing nothing. 
he's not shown nothing. He's come away with a couple of assists and things like that um, when Rangers are playing the counter-attack. But overall, he's not mobile enough to, to work the centre-backs enough for, for the way Bill, Bill wants to play when he's playing the one-striker up front. He's not doing enough. But obviously, because we've got the injury to Danilo and Roof can be a wee bit um, unpredictable in terms of injuries. We don't really know. We don't really have any other option, to be fair. I was quite happy to see Lovelace on the bench today. Um I've I've been a big advocate for only bringing a youth on in a competitive match when we're comfortable and within my performance and we're a couple of goals ahead. I think that's when you can bring the young boys on to give them a wee bit of a wee bit of breathing space. Um but the way I've got to see it tonight is it's three points and a clean sheet. I mean that's the only real the only real way to sum it up, to be honest with you, David. Yeah, I just, uh, there's, the devil's always in the detail here, eh? Curry, coming on to yourself, you know, be, uh, just give me your thoughts on, on the starting lineup today before we uh, absolutely uh, lay into these chaps. Because, I mean, I would I would have thought that the team that we, we started with should have been enough to see off. I mean, I, I'm like Scott, I was surprised to see Scott right. I, I, I honestly thought that he was finished. You know, he would have made a, you know, kind of peripheral appearances, but. I never thought uh, I would see Scott Wright as a first pick again, you know, after, you know, two trips to Turkey and they, they sent him back. I think that tells its own story. But uh, what was your, your take on, on the starting lineup? Did We should have had enough there to uh, see them off with, with a bit to spare. Well, I was sat, my mobile was underneath my, my pillow because I like to keep it out of the way in the minutes uh, football day. And all I could hear was it going off its head. And I just thought to myself, right, what's Bill done? What, what, what swerve ball has he put in that could have such a reaction for all the WhatsApps messages coming through? But on a Twitter, or Twitter X or whatever it's called, I went straight to the Rangers uh, account. I looked at it. And then my first reaction was probably the exact same as everybody else's. What the f- is he doing on? Disbelief. It was like, why? I, I still don't know why the guy is even still at this club. Twice he had a, he was an aeroplane to Turkey twice. And we still couldn't get bloody rid of him. And he still managed to come back. So it was as soon as you seen that, I'm like, well, there's something going on here. That's no, but you're right, Davy. They they should have still have, have enough day to be day day the day the turn against Motherwell, even though they were third and we were sitting fourth. We're still miles above them, supposedly miles above them on what the quality of footballers that we have at our club. Bill before the the presser turned around and said to. Uh, Oh, he, the reason he brought him in was uh, he wanted a dribbler in the team. And I thought to myself, right, he wants a dribbler. My granddad, who's 87, would be a better dribbler than Scott Wright. And it was proved today. And it was just him at fault. It was every, every single one in that team one guy said Bill's job today. All the rest of them were a bloody disgrace. And so was Bill. For not only who he starting eleven was, but what happened after it. And obviously we'll go right through it later on. Because that was unacceptable. Totally unacceptable. Yeah, I mean, I think the stats from the match, you know, are actually don't read that, that badly. Because, you know, we had 62 possession in, in the game we had 17 shots Lammers had 8 shots on his own he had 8 shots in goal on his own, we had 17 in total, 7 on target you know as opposed to their 4 uh, with 2 corners each was a bit disappointing we showed you you know how, how much we were in their box but so so the, I mean in terms of the stats but it was uh, we just didn't d- dominate that game as I would I would expect you know Rangers to play against Motherwell so well, coming back to yourself, I mean, as things were, uh, I, I was getting concerned, you know, in the first half, is, is, is that we weren't going to dominate the game as much as I would have hoped we would. 
because uh, Motherwell were, were having a go at us and, and, and having some success because I thought they had, they had a couple of good chances in the first half to, uh, to, to you know, hurt us, uh, which they didn't take. Uh, but the, the eventually when we did get the goal, it was actually a nice piece of work. You know, Sifuentes feeding through to Scott Wright. Scott Wright's obviously his wee moment of glory in the day was play it first time and uh, which obviously gets them you know, on the back foot, and and Matondo eventually has the shot, which uh, comes off Dessers. So, and 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 at that point, I'm thinking, right, okay, there's a, we've got the goal. We should now take it on from here. You know, we've had a, a good result in midweek. You know, we've had a kind of shaky start, but we're now a goal ahead. Let's go and uh, take this team to town. But it never happened. We just uh, we just kept it never really moved up from there. So. I mean, and as things progress through the first half, I mean, where were we going wrong here? I know that the Matondo injury changed things, and I, I thought that was a bizarre moment. That, that was a, a what the fuck is happening here when he takes Matondo off, and John Souter comes on. I'm thinking, this is uh, get Pedro Cascina stamped all over it. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I probably concur with you there. So I don't know on the Scott Wright question, right? I'm I'm no in the anti Scott Wright brigade. I think he can be a good player. He's just he's not consistent enough. Um, mm-hmm. He's he's no, he's no ideal, but um, you know he does a job a lot of the time when we've played him in the past. Uh, but I I was a bit like you. Matondo got injured, and I I think you know he, he looked as if he was getting back up and going to start running about again. And Sima I think had been warming up to come on and replace him. And then a couple of minutes later, Matondo decides he needs to come off and here's John Souter coming on. But I actually spent about 10 seconds quite excited going, I wonder if we'll go to a back three and push and tap and Borna right up and actually start to play with some proper width and really have a go at this mob and put them to the sword. And if that's what we've done now, I, you know, I, I, I've liked the idea of a back three for a while. I think we've got Tav and Borna and it relieves them a bit of their defensive responsibilities. It means they can just get forward and put crosses in. And I thought if that was going to be the case, I was really looking forward to seeing it. But that's not what materialised. What materialised was like 60% of the time, the, the three centre-backs were just passing the ball between themselves. And then occasionally one of them would knock it to Lundstrom, who'd knock it back to one of them. And that, that seemed to be most of the game. And I hate to, to bring up the dreaded H words, but was it back to like a wee bit of the horseshoe you know that's that's what it looked like to me for long spells today i've said this loads about michael beale's rangers team and it was true again for me today is what we lacked was urgency just no urgency just lazy bored on the ball no wanting to move it forward nobody making the runs nobody getting into spaces nobody running the channels nothing like that uh i i, I don't know where we go for here you know I keep hoping these these players that he's brought in are going to come good. I keep hoping that his his team selection is going to settle down, and we'll see what the Michael Beale system is. But he's been here almost a year now, and I've still no idea what the Michael Beale system is. Uh, I thought that further on in the game, uh, it, it got even more bizarre because, like in the later stages, when we should have had some more attacking players on trying to actually kill this game off and get another goal. We had three central defenders with John Lundstrom and Ryan Jack screening the defence. Now, against Motherwell at Ibrox, <clears throat> you don't need three central defenders and two holding midfielders. And actually, that that might be a bit unfair to Lundstrom because I thought he played OK today. And, you know, it, th- there was a couple of moments in the game where he looked as if he was the one willing to get on the ball and drive us up the park, but it was only a few moments. Um, so to have that number of players content to sit in their own half and, and not really players that are out there to create something against Motherwell, when you're only 1-0 up, it, it's just bizarre, Davey. Absolutely bizarre. I can't understand it. Yeah. Scott, coming on to yourself, I mean, when we move to three at the back, 38 minutes, Suter rolls on, he's on the pitch, we've now got three central defenders, We've got Lundstrom and Sifuentes, you know, in, in, in front of them. I mean, Bill, as just mentioned, I think we've got the horseshoe baked into this this outfit. 
because you know with that level those numbers of players in there that's just what they're going to do that's where their strength lies just holding on possession nice wee cute passes when we need a bit of penetration and and we I don't know what Michael Beale was trying to do what was your take on that substitution in terms of uh, bringing on moving three to the back with the with already two kind of holding midfielders on the pitch I mean if I don't know who, who you thought we were playing Scott. I know, I know. Uh, I don't know that we are good at horseshoe fit, but to be honest with you, David, we get spanked 5-1 away to PSV. <laughs> that wasn't a good combination play. That wasn't a good defending. That wasn't a... being unable to penetrate. That was just shite. And that's what's getting produced just now. It's just utter shite. It's not good enough. I mean, obviously, it says in the chat, I didn't see a game today because I was working, but when I was... Uh, going by comments and seeing us at the next thing for where I was listening to a game, I was like, Motherwell's putting us under pressure in the last couple of minutes. Fucking Motherwell. Like, it's just, it's bizarre. It's it's bizarre. And there's no point in sitting shouting about be out and get them sacked and all this kind of stuff because it's not going to happen. It's just simple. It's, it's bored on the going to act on a 1 0 win. It's just not going to happen. It's it's, it's proven. Bill needs a couple of bad results to, and the title needs to be gone before this board's actually going to sharpen the knife, sharpen the axe and get him out. It's just not going to happen, so we're stuck with him, so we just need to try and wade through this as best as we can as a support, I think. Um, in terms of tactics, I'm, I'm, I'm with Bill. I've been shouting about a 3-5-2 all season, but you need natural pace and width, good width to be able to do that. I didn't see Tavernier every day, so I don't know what, he's, what he was up to or Borna. But um, I've wanted Ridvan in that full-back role, left-back, because it gives you pace, it offers something different. And what are we, what are we going to do now and when we play Livingston on Wednesday night? Are we going to play Ridvan at left-mid? Because we've got no other width in the team now with Matondo being injured. We're not really, really bad way. But it's so critical how, how our injury list is looking right now. In terms of attacking options, the only saving grace is we have kept three clean sheets. And if you keep three clean sheets, usually that gives you a base and something to work after. But um, in terms of going forward, I can't... I, I don't know what he's trying to do. We've all been saying the same thing all season. Um, in terms of how he's trying to play, what his style of play is, what his tactics are. Is he going narrow? Is he going wide? I mean, there's just absolutely nothing to watch going forward and quite simply it's not good enough but I'm sick of saying the same thing over and over again because if the board are going to act the board are going to get rid of them so do you know what I mean I'm just at kind of point now where I'm past wanting to be looting I'm just like right I'll just tune in and see what Rangers turn up kind of thing and if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't yeah Curry I mean I think Scott's uh, you know mentioned that and Bill mentioned that you know the, the style act there's no obvious plan here for me I, I, because I think you know as Bill has just mentioned the idea when we go three at the back we've got two holding midfielders your two fullbacks eventually are effectively wing backs so I was hoping that they and you know and stretch them wide and, and get further up the park but it doesn't didn't really seem to have that effect on, on our performance so I was feeling a wee bit short changed to be honest in terms of you know our, our ability to uh, cut them, cut them open, and, and start creating some chances. So, what what's, what was your take on on, on that substitution in, in, in particular? Because I, I thought Beal made that up in the spur of the moment. That was uh, straight off the cuff. That that's Bill Ball. That was straight out of Bill Ball's Timmy Walker room. That uh, go back to when the, the actual first incident happened when Rabi went down. Uh, the first thing we seen we're off the bench we seen to make uh, Shima warming up so right must be a straight swap good keep it, keep the pace on this was before we seen what Shima was bloody like as well but we saw that right five minutes later Rabi goes down and he gets two calf and he puts Suter on and I'm like what the, f- what the fuck's going on here I was like right fair enough right Motherwell were playing Three at the back, get the bangers to push up forward, get them a proper attack, but he never done that. But Bill said, 
it was we, we actually nearly had near enough had a back six. That's the way we were playing. Bill shot it. He absolutely shot it the day. And it was the same. I know we we've now went through the game on Wednesday, but it was the exact same as we Wednesday. As soon as we went one nothing up, that's it. That we seemed to go in our shell. Then the second half we pushed forward and we looked as if the full team were trying. Lonnie was the only one that maybe got a pass mark, but he wasn't that good either. He he lost the ball quite a lot and all heavy touches. I want to know who's doing our coaching with feet work because the, the touch that we have is absolutely fucking abysmal. I've seen three-legged dogs have better ball control than that lot. And it's not just one, it's them all. They're passing, it's rushed, it's quick, they, they, we can't get rid of the ball quick enough. Stray passes, it's just no good enough. And the thing that gets me is, if that was was Bill's mind that he was wanting to get the back three and the two wingers pushed up, and we ended up with a back six. Where's Tavernier? Where's Tavernier? No tell me. Listen, get fucking up there. Stop coming back. We don't need you here. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't, I don't understand it at all. And for me, we got three points. We won. Motherwell deserved to win the day. As simple as that. And I'm, I was about to say, I'm glad Bill's away. But I'll tell you what, watching that game today made my eyes bleed more than what, seeing that shirt that Bill's wearing the night. That's how bad it was. Sorry, Bill. <laughs> I, I knew it was bad. I never realised it was as bad as that. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> David. Honestly, God, just, just to let everybody know that's probably listening to Spotify and all the other social medias that are not watching YouTube, uh, Bill's got one of his fantastic shirts again. Uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's basically one of the, if you, for me to describe it, do you know the cards you get? when they do the, the colour blind. <laughs> that's when you go to the opticians, right? They, yeah, they, they, they like placards, that. right? That's that's basically the shirt that Bill's got on tonight. Right. <laughs> oh, I, I knew I'd seen it somewhere. <laughs> well, coming back to you, I mean, we've got to half time, we're 1-0 up. We've got a chance to reset all of this, have a go at the opposition in the second half, and uh, we come out, and not, not much changes at all, to be honest. So we're we're in a kind of I don't know, a war of attrition here with Motherwell. But they were uh, creating as many chances as we were. So it was, uh, this was not this was a genuine contest until we get that second goal, and it was all uh, quite nervy. And the crowd were, you know, as 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 Curry's just mentioned, the number of times that the the, the ball this passes go astray. I just, I just wonder what they do in the training ground of a day because you would have thought that we, we need pace in this team as, as, as we've spoke about many times, and you know, but our ability mm-hmm. to play at pace just means we just give the ball away, and um, Motherwell were, were, were in in us. So what, what, what's the, what advice would you give to Michael Beale about that, that team, and, and what did he say to them at half time? What was the? Uh, you know. Um... One thing I would say is I'm glad I'm not in his shoes trying to manage that lot. Uh, but what really frustrates me is most of those guys have, you know, especially the ones that have been with us longer, have shown that they are capable at, at points of playing nice one-touch passing football. And, um, you know, some of the stuff that we were doing today, basic five, ten-yard passes, it, it just beggars belief. Um I thought there were a couple of positives. I thought Ben Davies looked no bad. He looked comfortable enough. Um, and that's been a couple of games in a row where I've thought that about him. And I, I had kind of written him off before. So I, I'm glad that, you know, he's kind of not necessarily proved me wrong. But I, I think, you know, he was uh, one of the, the few positives today. But I just, I don't understand it. This shuffling yeah. the ball around between the yeah. defenders try and get it forward, lose it. Sometimes you're losing it and leaving yourself open and, you know, they're, they're then coming and putting the pressure on you. Just nuts, Davey, just nuts. I, I, I don't know what advice you could offer Michael Beale in that, that scenario. Um, I mean, it, is, it should be basic. We try angles, pass the ball between you, move up the pitch, or 
put it out wide and get it to somebody that's got a bit of pace to go and run at the defenders, but we're not doing any of those things. I think what made it more a wee bit more frustrating was that the the chance which they carved out for Lammers, which uh, created was which was a lovely passing move, which ended up you know with Tavernier on the right, who pings it over and Lammers uh, volleys it past the post. I mean, had that gone in, that would have been uh, there been some goal, and so that be uh, that be example there of showing you that they can do it, but they just don't do it often enough. It's which was I think that just adds to my frustration to be honest. You know when. You know, so many of the passes go astray. Then when it does click, the ball gets to Lammers. He volleyed it. It does go past the post. And you're thinking, well, they do have it in them. They just don't do it often enough. And I, I don't know what the, the solution is there. But maybe it's just better quality players we need, But which I think we have uh, discussed many times. Scott, I mean, the this team, you know, should have been... Uh, we, we should have put Motherwell to the sword, as Bill mentioned earlier. Out of sight. They, we should have been out of sight for this, but... They stayed in the game, they stayed in the game, and the longer that second half went on, you know, the nerves mm-hmm. started to creep in, and we realised, you know, hold on a minute, we're uh, we're teetering on the brink here. Were you confident that we, we, we would uh, see this out? Because that wasn't. Um, uh, no, I can't say I was. Um, I just don't trust this team. I don't trust... Um, Anything about it. I started to see something maybe shaping up on Thursday night against Betis when we actually went out and we <clears throat> with a goal. And a handbrake came off to an extent. I'm not saying it came off fully. I'm saying it came off to an extent. Um, and we actually looked all right. We controlled the match. We dominated play. Obviously, Europeans fit, European football is different to domestic football. Um, but no... You answer your question, Davy. I, I really don't trust this team to go out and get a job done. And I think uh, Wednesday night is possibly going to be the biggest game of Michael Bill's Rangers career now because if Livingston put us out, which is which is a decent chance of happening, going by how we played today, um, he's gone. If we don't win a League Cup, he's away, as far as I'm concerned. Because that will be another trophy that under him or Gerard that we've yet to, that we've yet to win. There's, there's, there's far too many. I mean, two semi-finals last season. We get put out. We, we gave him allowances for that because it wasn't his team. This is his team and it's worse. It's worse. Mm. I feel a lot worse this season than what I did watching Rangers last season when we had Tillman and all the likes. Yeah. Um Absolutely. Selling selling fashion Sakala was the biggest mistake of the summer for me. I've yeah. probably been fashion's biggest fanboy since Bill came in last year as our biggest goal contributor for January onwards. It was absolutely outstanding. We fashion and I fair enough, we need the money, but I think if we if we ask everybody in the comments now, who would you rather? Sakala or Matondo? I think it's an outright winner in terms of Sakala because we know he's going to affect a match. If you get him, a boy, he's going to do something with it. We've not got enough players just now that can get the ball and do something with it. Skin a man, create a chance, that moment of magic. It's just, it's not in this team. Yeah, and, and pace, we, we obviously... Pace, aye, aye, pace, aye, aye. Pace is the other thing I've been going on about, which is why I think Red Fan's such a big piece of the puzzle. Bonner's looks as if he's towing a caravan sometimes. No wonder. And Miles, the guy he's got in his legs, what a servant. It's time to... Ridvan needs to be playing. If he's fit now, he needs to be playing. He's just starting to... He should, he should have started the day. So he should have... Thanks. Curry, coming on to yourself, I mean, obviously, uh, Scott's just mentioned Wednesday night. Uh, and, I mean, you would have to say, the last three games were three clean sheets. So, I mean, I was just getting away with it. I mean, but what Scott was saying on Wednesday, that, that this is a... Uh, this is a do or die moment for for Michael Beale. I know. I think uh, you know he's in, in big games. Obviously, Thursday night was a big result for us. We uh, yeah. we we got the one 0 against Betis, and I think that that was a cause Spanish teams. You know, on the whole, are, are very good teams. But we're playing Livingston on Wednesday. It's at Ibrox. You know, do, how does this one go, Curry? Because if uh, if we don't put them to the sword convincingly, I would say, then. Uh, 
the the pressure is just going to ramp up another couple of notches on Michael Beale, and it's it just seems to be that we're, that 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 we're that is ramping up the pressure because his room for a uh, for error is is probably just evaporated, and there's probably nothing left. There's no more credit in the bank for him, and you know a result anything other than a resounding victory on Wednesday is is Michael Beale in the last chance saloon here. Uh, I think he's already been there. I'm, I'm been trying to do my best, and your show, and I'll probably have a go at me and all that. Uh, Bill shouldn't be out of our club. I'm sorry. It's it's it was time for him to go after the the old firm game. Uh, the game on Wednesday saved his job. I think today they had a chance to go and continue how they played in the second half and they didn't. Mother will, I, I've seen some people uh, disagree with me, but I've been talking in chat. Mother will be the better side today. They played the better football. They were more composed. They put in the better attacks. The only thing that they never managed today was have a clinical striker. If they had a clinical striker today, they would have probably beat us 3-1 three, three because they had a chance in the first half and then they had two chances right at the end. One that Butland made an absolute outstanding save. Another one that came across and hot Tav after leg. He didn't know anything about it. He just hit off his knee and bounced back out again. It could have quite easily went in the back of the net. The the whole danger side are really rank rotten right now. Except for our goalie. He's the only positive this season's brought. Last season, we're worse this season than we were last season. Totally agree with Scott, with fashion. I'm the same. I was always a fashion fanboy. Everybody will know when I should come on here and talk about him. Absolutely loved the guy. He made two major blunders, and everybody made their mind up that, oh, he's no good enough for Rangers. But brought in 13 million quids worth of up front. And every single one of them are fucking shite. I try to defend Dessers. I have been. And you, you, you all know yourself, I've been trying to defend Dessers. He's too slow. He's no mobile enough. And he's actually worse than fashion for half-sides. And that's in a feat in itself. Considering how slow that he moves. He said three goals, two of them have actually hit half of them and went into the back of the net. So technically, he said one actual shot at goal that he's meant that's went in the back of the net. Lammers is too greedy. He runs into bother. And the, the, the guy said, but he runs about as if he's got an, an octopus underneath his waist. He just, he's all over the place. He loses the ball, the ball gets trapped in that, he drags it away and he loses the ball. It's just, Sifu, I've got my picture on my avatar when I'm here. That's coming off very shortly. Sifu, I don't know what's happened to him since he's came to Rangers, but it's no suit them. And he's been really, really poor, really poor. Because that's not the, the player I watched for last season that he was playing. He was an out-and-out I mean, attacking midfielder. And he's basically hiding and he's in half. He's one bit of good play today. That was it. I just, I've got no faith in Beal at all. Uh, for Wednesday, will we win? That, that's how bad it is. I can't even turn around and say, I probably. Because we've been that bloody poor. Because we don't know what's going to be happening. We don't know the, the, the injuries. Will any of the, the, boy, the boys be back? Will Cantwell or Raskin be back yet? I think they're roughly due to come back. Will they get a go? Will Borna Barisic time maybe be still playing when we want Yilmaz in? We had six six players in your team today that have been in this team for last four or five years. Still playing. That says everything about our team, our board and our manager. I made a prediction at the start of the season and I get absolutely dog's abuse for it, that we'll win absolutely fuck all if Goldson 
Tavernier and Boris Borna Barisic is still regular picks in this team. And that's what's happening. They're all getting picked and we're being absolute garbage. And it is, I've already said, he's going to cost Billy's job. And right at this moment, I I think, I've said it on team times, Rangers should be paying all the fans about the other day, give them a refund. Aye. Because that, 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 was a, that was a disgrace, that. If any of us went into work and we performed like that, we'd be haunted a P45. Because it actually did look as if they couldn't be fucking bothered. And that's what pisses me off most. Is that I've never seen anybody get out there and show a bit of guts, a bit of passion, a bit of pride. There was nothing in that team today. It's just, it's no good enough. And I know people, there's a lot of people in there saying, ah, but Bill's, this is the best, uh, he's the best manager for 45 games. But what's he won in 45 games? Fuck all. He's won nothing. The border to blame as well, because they should have had Bill with a one-year contract. Now, this is, oh, I hate saying it. That mob did it with their manager. They gave him a one-year time, a year-on-year contract. And look what he done. And look how much money they made off him when they punted him down south. The guy was only a one-year contract. He was winning it, I mean, near, near all but one domestic title. He lost out in. And then to turn around and tell me, say, we bring Bill in, uh, a project manager. It's just, questions need to be asked. It's fair enough to me saying that, oh, oh, oh we're, st- we're still in every competition. So is Livingston. What if Livingston beat us? Is that what the time you say, right, Bill goes? That Sean is right, what she said. This board will not sack Bill. They won't. The soonest we'll get rid of him is Christmas, and the chances are, he has stayed being still in this league in Christmas are vi- virtually fucking nil. And I'm sorry I'm swearing so much, people. Mm-hmm. I really, really try to no swear. But I'm just, I'm fed up watching and hearing the same garbage week after week. And it was that bad, even Bill called it out. So unless he's took them in the day and ripped him out, every single one of them a new one, and they need to come out, and they need to come out on Wednesday, and they need to absolutely rattle Livingston. Because if they don't, Bill's need to say, do you want to know something? You're not putting that fucking jersey on again because you don't deserve it. Sorry for the rank, guys. You knew it was coming. Yeah, I mean, Curry, I mean, I, I, I cannot understand and share your frustration, you know. But, Bill, coming on to, uh, I mean, look, now that we've, Curry's mentioned it, take a step back and look at the bigger picture because, you know, we've gone through a, a big rebuild of our squad and, you know, we've got, We've lost Alfredo Morelos. We've now got Cyril Dessers. And, you know, I think that was his first league goal today, Cyril Dessers. And, and as, as Curry mentioned, I think he just got in the way of it. But uh, Matondo's shot, but eventually it flies in the net. He gets the credit for the goal. But you would think, you know, the alarm bells are sounding here, you know, in terms of our, our attacking play, the speed with which we do it, the quality of the players that we have. Michael Beale's ability to put an organised team on the pitch that's got an, a style that we, we can recognise from, from the stands. Uh, I mean, he did say today he had some honest words with him at the end, but surely, I mean, things things should have progressed a bit more than this, I, I would have thought, in terms of, you know, the, the, the time that he's been in, identifying the targets. He's got some of the, the players that he wanted, uh, I haven't seen any appreciable, you know, improvement in quality, and and the most uh, worrying thing for me is that I I don't really see an identifiable style with which he's trying to play. He's laying on this team. He seems to chop and change. He, he makes substitutions like I mean, it, it dropped out the sky, and uh, there there are a few concerns I have. So I, I think do we. Do we take action now? And, and, and Curry's, you know, mentioned the board. Should they step in and say, you know, save Michael Beale from any further torture and say, look, it's just not working out. We need to move on. We need we need something we can hang our hat on. Because I don't see it at the moment. <clears throat> uh, you mentioned the you mentioned the R word rebuild. Um and I don't think I, I think we're all 
sort of we were all quite agreed that that was a rebuild in the summer. I think, and it, and it was needed. We did need to turn things over. That squad had been together for far too long, and bringing new players in was the right thing to do. Moving on old players and all of that, but I I'm not kind of you know impatient enough to say that every player who comes in is going to hit the ground running and they'll all get it straight away and all of that. I think if we have a rebuild, it'll take a wee while and I'll be okay with that. But again, you've just said it, I said it before, the real trouble with having the rebuild is that I can't see where things are headed. I can't see what the manager wants the team to be doing. And if there's no identifiable style that I can see, do the players out there know what they're supposed to be doing? Are they clear on their instructions? Was it clear to everybody when Matondo hobbled off and Suter came on, right lads, we're switching to a back three with two wing backs or we're switching to a defensive back five? Did they know what they were supposed to be doing? I would kind of question that. Um, you know, if the players don't know what they're supposed to be doing on the park, that is on the manager. And so... Yeah, doing that rebuild in the summer, like I say, if if I could see where things were going, if I could see that we had an identifiable style that the manager was trying to get us to play, then I would be much more patient than I am being. To answer your question about should the board now step in, it, football is a results-driven business. And Beale had a couple of bad results. You know, we, we lost the mm-hmm. opening game, game to Kilmarnock, which was really, you know... Really, really bad. Um, we lost Celtic, which was really, really bad. And the board didn't step in. Since the international break, um, with three wins on the bounce and three clean sheets, I don't think the board would step in on that basis if they didn't step in before. I think you're looking at least the end of the calendar year before the board would entertain any notions, uh, barring some sort of embarrassing defeat to the likes of Livingston in the cup, you know. Uh, I think if, I, I know what Curry was saying there about, if, you know, if we go out and we don't hammer Livingston, um, but if we go out and beat Livingston 1-0, I, I think for the the kind of point of view of the board, well, that's has won a fourth game on the bounce and kept mm-hmm. a fourth clean sheet, you know. They'll, they'll be looking at it longer term. They've got a lot of money invested in Michael Beale. They've still got Giovanni van Bronckhurst on garden and leave or whatever it is that he's doing because I don't think he's he is anywhere else yet. So they won't, they won't make hasty decisions. They won't just jump in and go, oh, you know, the fans are getting a wee bit restless. Because, you know, if, if, if Beale between now and the end of December manages to get things to click with this mob, then... You know, the board will go, oh, look, the fans are all back on side. We're hammering all these Diddy teams 4 5 nil again. Brilliant. We're, you know, we're going to be in Europe after Christmas. Because that's, that's not the question. You know, we have got some talented players. We played well for the most part on Thursday night there against Betis. We we controlled most of that game after we came into it. And I know we were nervy the first half hour, but once we came into it, we controlled most of that game. So yeah, I don't think we're anywhere close to the board to, to step in. I think it'll be quite a wee while yet and things will have to get significantly worse in terms of results before the board step in. Uh, personally, you know, before we got into the international break proper and especially having come off the, the back of the loss to Celtic, I was right there with everybody calling for Beal to go. But it was pretty clear, you know, once we get in at the international break and Beale didn't go, it was pretty clear to me that, well, actually, unless results take a big downturn this calendar year, then I think Beale will still be in a job for the New Year's Day game against Celtic. And if we're still in Europe after Christmas and all of that, I, I don't think the board will act. Um, my personal thoughts are he will probably get until the end of the season. And, you know, if we don't win anything this season... I think it would be unforgivable for the board not to do something at that stage. But, you know, the the other the other side to that is we, we all sat in the show a few weeks ago and said, oh, you know, this this the guys who are now at the top in the club in, in terms of, you know, being on the board, they, they're not the guys who brought you in, so they might act quicker. But 
I, I, yeah, for all the fan pressure and all of that, I just don't see it. I'm reckoning it'll probably be the end of the season before anything really happens. I I think the, the boards have, I mean, this, Curry's mentioned that, you know, that since he brought up the board, you know, and Scott, how, I want your take on this because here's, and here's, here's my view on it, is that Wednesday night, if we don't lift the League Cup and we don't qualify out of that Europa League group section, then uh, Beals are gonna, you know, because I think our trophy mm-hmm. hall, you know, in the last five, six years, you know, we don't want to go back all the way back to the banter years and all that, but the last five years we're back in the top division and their trophy hall is is shocking. It's mm-hmm. sometimes it takes outsiders and maybe they just uh, stuff you've mentioned there, Bill, just reminds me of it. This isn't Rangers. Rangers win trophies. So mm-hmm. I, I we now have the we've got Livingston at Ibrooks. We'll have then two games in Glasgow to win this bloody trophy. And if we don't do it, I think um, Michael Beals are gonna. If we don't add to that with the group section qualification for uh, European football after Christmas, I think he's also a goner. So you're right, Bill. It is a results-driven business. But Scott, what's your view on this? I mean, what, what's the point of no return for Michael Beale for you? See, where, where where do we say enough is enough? If Livingston pitches at the League Cup and Wednesday night, it's done. It's done. There's never been a need mayor to win a trophy than this one right now that's in front of him. There's no team in that that's left in that competition that should be able to stop his winning it. The only team that are in it are out. So it's a bare minimum requirement. I'm sitting here tonight actually thinking that Livingston are going to come and David Martindale is going to pull a rabbit out of the hat and turn his over on Wednesday night, to be brutally honest, and I think Bill's good. It's a bold prediction, but I think just by the way, Bill's not getting any credit in the bank. He's not, he never won a trophy. See if he won a trophy with that squad last season, he's got a wee bit of thrust off the support. He's not got it. He's not got it. I've previously sat here and said that um, I thought Bill was going to go into bigger and better things when he'd finished his job at Rangers, etc., etc. I really don't think that the recruitment's worked. I don't think any of the signings have came forward as a plus apart for Jack Butland. He's the only one of them so far that's come through as Rangers class. I get what uh, Curry's saying about Sifuentes, but a a boy has only played three, four matches at the most. Um, I'm not judging him yet, but I've got to say the rest of the signings for me aren't good enough. Um, injuries and stuff obviously playing a big part but yes we've had three clean sheets and three wins we had a big win on um, Thursday night but this sums up how we're feeling about the managers as a thought when we're all we're all wanting them out this quickly After, I mean we've won a day we've won we get three points and we want them sacked the vast majority of supporters coming through the comment want, comments want them sacked tonight and that's just how we're feeling as a support because we've been starved of uh, trophies for the last five years or however long it's been. Um, I'm just counting us for being back in the SPFL again. Um, I just, I, I, I genuinely think Livingston are going to come and turn us over on Wednesday night and it's done. I think by Thursday morning we'll be looking for another manager. That brings me on to my next point. But market, are we going to be shopping in for a manager if we let Bill go? Are you looking at David McInnes, David Martindale? Are you looking at somebody like that? Because there's nobody out there just now that's going to touch us with a barge pole with shite in the end of it, right? There's absolutely nobody. The only one I could maybe think, oh, is Jesse Marsh. Because he he's a bit of a bad spell at the end of Leeds. But Leeds are my English team and I don't want that, that guy anywhere near anywhere near my football club. He's a joke. Yeah. He's an absolute joke. Yeah, football manager. A soccer manager, so he calls himself. Um... So I think we need to be careful in terms of what we wish for. If it doesn't go away and if Bill does leave, then who are we actually, who do we want? Could you, could you tell Nutson? He's not going to come. Somebody tell me the last time I was shouting about him that uh, he rejected Ajax in the summer. He's not going to touch Rangers. He's not coming to Rangers. What I want what I want in place is somebody with a proven track record that isn't a, some, I mean, somebody mentioned Neil Warnock in the 
the comments, come on. Come on, Neil Warnock. I don't want somebody age a Neil Warnock, but I don't want somebody as young as Michael Beale or an up-and-coming coach either. I want somebody that's in the middle of that, that's coming in with a relevant experience, proven track record, and somebody that's maybe done it abroad or something. Um, I mean, I, I'm just worried if, if we day if, if we day sack Bill, where we're going to go, but then it can't get any worse for here. I think Derek McInnes is your odds-on favourite for a job, to be brutally honest with you, David. Yeah, I listened to it. I saw him on uh, BT the other night, or TNT, whatever it's called now, and it, it did cross my mind, you know, gosh, maybe that uh, says something about me, that, you know, when he was uh, he was doing a, the punditry, you uh, we were just about to kick off against Betis, and it, it crossed my mind, because I says, I wonder if uh, he'll be our next manager. I mean, just not that I want him to be our next manager, but I think right. he would be a candidate. So, Curry, I mean, the, we're talking about the game on Wednesday. You know, how do you think this is going to go? Because Michael Beals, you know, obviously said that at the end of today's game that he's had some honest words with the squad. So, will we see a response? And if we don't, is uh, I mean, because losing this tie on Wednesday night will be the end of them. I'm pretty sure of that. But we need to see something which we can uh, cling to, give us some hope, because you know, hand on my heart, I'm thinking, looking at that team today, are they capable of winning the league? And I'm not even going to answer that because I'll, I'll leave the the answer to that you know, to your imagination because I'm not going to say it out loud. But and Wednesday night, it's 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 a crucial test because we need to win trophies. He's got one where the next the three ties he needs to play in that that competition are all in Glasgow, you know, and we need to uh, we need to lift that trophy. I'm sure he understands that. I'm, I, well, I, I hope he understands that. So, Curry, tell us is how's the game going on Wednesday? What what do you expect to see? What response do, are we going to get? What I want and what I, we, we're going to see is probably completely two different things. Uh, as I. As I said earlier on, if Bill doesn't go see every single one of the players, get your finger out, and you better give me a performance that's worthy of being a Rangers player. And if they don't go out there and do it, then it proves two things. One, the players don't want him. And two, Bill, he doesn't know what he's doing. Of course I want to win. I would love Bill to turn everything around and turn us into a proper <laughs> football team that we're pl- playing as a team. We're not playing as a team just now. The, the, the team today, the they, they actually looked as if it had been the first time they'd ever played together. That's how poor we were the day. Uh, somebody was saying uh, Livingston beating is, is a bit of a leap. I'm sorry if you'd watched today's game. I can assure you it is no to me a leap at all. Martin Dale, for all the slaggings he gets because his background and who he actually manages, people need to remember that Martin Dale, where he learnt his football trade, who's he in charge of, how much money he's got, and what he's done with that club, how they're still in this league is unbelievable. He's already done it against Bill. He done it last season, if you remember, against us. So Martin Dale knows. Do you remember what he said? He turned his. I knew how they were going to play. He's not a daft man. He maybe come across as. <laughs> it's quite funny because I, I class myself. I'm like a Martin Dale. I'm no posh. I'm just. I'm just like your wee scheme guy. I'll say how it is or how I feel it is. I don't have big fancy words and I don't talk posh and I don't have a voice that would, well, your bow there, he'll tell you all the stories about that smooth voice that he's got and his successes that he's had over the phone, apparently. But let's not go in there. But I'll just say it how it is. And Martin Dale's the same, he'll say it how it is. If Livingston won... It wouldn't surprise me. 
if Rangers put up that, another display that they did, it wouldn't surprise me. The opposition I mean, will always have a vote in the game. You know, there's there's two teams on the pitch. I mean, I would say from the Livingston game that we played earlier this season, you know, when we, we beat them 4-0, but aye. the three goals that we scored at the end put, put a bit of a gloss on on that. Oh, I definitely... Aye, you're right there, Davey. I mean, you say that last game we had, when we beat them 4-0, yeah. as, as you said, if you'd watch the game the day and you look at the stats, you'd be like, you'd be like why, why are they moaning? Hmm. But this is the first time that I can think of. I don't. I'll ask you, three guys and the, the people in the chat as well. That was the first time I've ever heard a Ranger side get booed after a win. David, you're you're you go to a lot of games. Same with you, Scott. You go to a lot of games. You probably. When was the last time you heard Rangers supporters boo a win? Hey. That, says, that says it all. Dundee at home last season, Curry. When I think we won one 0 against Dundee, I won one 0 in the League Cup against Dundee. It was Geo was in charge. That was the beginning and the end of Geo. Exactly. I think Davis was playing at a ten that night and he scored or something. That says everything. Yeah, I think there's a uh, there's I think it's just a, a build up of frustration with the performances, you know, that we because uh, we know Motherwell did it to his last February when we were two 0 up at half time and they ended up drawing two each. So we've seen this movie before. So the, the the concern today amongst the support, I mean, not was just the kind of level of performance. We didn't, we weren't creating chances. Well, we created some chances, but they were creating as many chances. So that game in the last fifteen minutes was on a knife edge, and I think the booing at the end was just a, a, a reflection of of the supporters feeling. You know, how did we manage to get ourselves into that position? Why are we in this position when we're, you know, we're crossing our fingers and, and praying to all that's holy to try and get over the line here to beat Motherwell at Ibrox. You know, and I, I think that we would we had hoped, you know, from the rebuild that we would be in a far better position than what we are. So anyway, guys, listen, we're, we're crashing on to the hour mark, so I'm going to come round to you. Well, we'll start with yourself and just give us a prediction for Wednesday because I, I think Martindale knows exactly how this game is going to go on Wednesday. He knows that if he holds out for the first half hour, then the crowd are going to be getting on the Rangers fans, the, the Rangers teams back, and you know they'll end up being an ally for for Livingston rather than for Rangers. So part of the bus will be a the, the the bus will never be bigger than the, the bus he's going to be bringing to Ibrox on Wednesday night because he knows that the, the, there is very little you know in the bank for for Michael Beale, and that if he could hold out till half time. The second half might uh, turn in Livingston's favour, so it's uh, hold on to your hat. Bill, how, how do you think this is going to go? I think you summed it up there. Um, that's exactly what Davey Martindale's tactics going to be. Fair play to him. You know, he's he's done it to us before. Uh, and to, like Curry referenced that game last year where Martindale said, well, I knew exactly what they would do. They would put crosses into the box and we were quite comfortable just heading them away. Uh, I don't think that's what we're going to do this time because we don't really seem to get to the byline and put crosses in now either. That's also disappeared through our game. Mm. I, I don't I don't see how we can play through Livingston the way that we're playing. You know, if they if they, they just camp up in their own box. Uh, I also think some of the you know the the, the boys like Nuclei and Anderson could actually be a bit of a threat to us, especially if Levy get a couple of set pieces up our end. Um, and like you say, you know, you get to half time and it's still nil nil and we've only had a few chances and it's boo or this. It could be a really difficult night if we don't get an early goal. Uh, but as I am everly optimist, I'm going to say we will get an early goal. We'll maybe Kemal Roof will get one in the first 10 minutes that will send us going. And uh, my prediction is going to be that we'll 3 0 Rangers. Excellent. Scott, Wednesday night, how's this going to be? Will we be looking for a manager on Thursday morning? Uh, can I say no comment to this one? I'm going to get filters. Um, obviously, I want Rangers to win, first and foremost. Right? I really, really want Rangers to win. But um, I've got shades of St Johnston at Ibrox in the Cup pitting us out in extra time and I've got all these flashbacks coming back. I think, I think we're going to get put out and I think Bill's getting sacked. I can't get myself away from it. 
I just can't shake it at all. Just the way we're playing and everything just now, Davey, I think um, I think it's written in the stars. Yeah, yeah I think, I mean, the, the last uh, three games, you know, when we've kept clean sheets and all that, but the and the football hasn't been brilliant and you're thinking there's, and, and you can tell from today the frustration from the stands, you know, someone's going to catch us. We're going to get caught somewhere. I really some point. I, don't get me wrong. I really, really do hope I'm wrong. Um, yeah. but I'm, I, I just think it's I think it's going to be curtains and Thursday morning for Bill Okay, Curry, it's your turn you get your crystal ball out how's, how's Wednesday night going to go? What do you expect to see? What I expect to see right, I'm going to go right against everything I've said tonight I think that we're going to come out I think Bill might actually see the light and have a go at certain players that aren't performing. And I think we're going to absolutely smash Livingston for nothing. If that doesn't, if it doesn't happen, well, but Scott said, hey, the guy's out of job. He has to be out of job, and it doesn't matter how much it's going to cost, because it's a simple matter of fact that. If you can't do it when that mob are out, and you can't do it against the likes of Motherwell and Livingston, you don't deserve to be here. And it's not just Bill, it's quite a few players as well. There's too many players in this team that have outstayed their welcome, mm-hmm. and they need to go as well. And everybody knows who they are. It's just a simple case is, has this board got the balls to say enough's enough? Forget about all the, the, the off-field stuff, building museums and sports bars and all that. And start putting money where their mouth is. I put money where their mouth is and getting things, things sorted out at our football club on the pitch. Because until that happens, that mob are going to be in front of us for another couple of years. As simple as that. If we don't start investing on our team, we, we, that's us. We're, we're, we're going to find it a long, long, long season and another long, long next season and season after that. The money needs to start yeah. getting put on the pitch now. Yeah, that's what the, the comment I was making earlier was that, you know, this is not Rangers. We are, uh, we, we win trophies and we haven't been doing it of late and we need to get back to that, that level of expectation. I mean, the, there's a danger with it. it. It turns all toxic in the stand, you know, and there's expectation and entitlement almost. But I think we need to take a wee step back here and say what we're doing at the moment and, and the way this club is organised isn't the Rangers that I know. It's the Rangers, you know, that I've been, I've grew up with. So we need to get back. We need to get players on the pitch that actually understand the level of expectation and, and deliver on it. And uh, I'm hoping to see that that kicks off mm-hmm. because I'm hoping that the honest words that Michael Beale had with that team today where we're completely honest and that you're not good enough, you're shite, and, and if you don't deliver, you're gone. Because they, they, they if he doesn't do that, they, they will ultimately get him the sack. When you look at Dessers up front, you're thinking, you know, we had, we had Alfredo with all his folks last season, but I, would you take him back now? I wouldn't have. Yep. And I knew you were going to. Yes, you would. Yeah. So you're thinking, is Dessa's going to shoot us all the way to the league title? And you're thinking, mm, I need to, I'll need to have a few minutes to think about a, 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 a political answer for that one. But anyway, guys, we're going to, uh, I'm going to cut it off there. So uh, it's, it rolls on to Wednesday. And I think Thursday night's pod will, could be interesting because uh, we will get, we'll be in the aftermath of Wednesday night's game. But I want to see a reaction from these players that they care, that they're hurting, and that we uh, we need to improve our standards. We need to lift trophies. We can do something about that on Wednesday. So thanks for everyone who's uh, added to the comments tonight. And it's been, I think we just need to keep the faith here, guys. And, and uh, I know sometimes it's difficult because today is disappointing. And I mean, we had a wee lift on Thursday night when we beat Betis, who I thought were, would be a decent side. And I think that would be our hardest home tie in that group. So 
I think he will buy some time if he gets his, the League Cup and gets us out that group section and Michael Beale will f- be going some way to delivering what we expect of him. But from today's performance, you're thinking, Jesus Christ, it's going to be bumpy. <clears throat> so we're going to leave it there, guys. Thanks very much and uh, see you on Thursday. Thanks for the comments. Do like and subscribe on all the channels and social media. Say lovely things about us. Uh, we'll see you on Thursday, hopefully, after a resounding victory. We are the people. <laughs>